breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Megan the Stallion graduated from college. She celebrated with friends and family at her favorite restaurant, Pop the Eyes. Nikki Six says Motley Crue singer Vince Neil has something that nobody else has, and he's going to show it off this summer by entering the big hot dog eating contest. Tampa Bay, Florida has the highest rate of inflation in the United States. Obviously, this doesn't take into account Tom Brady's footballs. It's 60 minutes meets gone in 60 seconds. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. I don't know about you, but I'm done with it. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. A study found Americans begin to wear down from the holiday festivities, a.k.a. all the partying and stuff, right about now. I get it. Find out what I did to get out of a holiday party in about 15 minutes when you get to decide, am I a jerk? But maybe you're not sure if you're done with the parties yet. We'll figure it out with the top five signs you need to take a break from holiday partying. Here we go. Number five, the gift from your secret Santa, a new liver. Top five signs you need to take a break from holiday partying. Number four, your office Christmas party starts in the conference room and ends with you in a ditch in Tijuana. Number three, you just got busted for sledding under the influence. Top five signs you need to take a break from holiday partying. Number two, Rudolph sings a song about your giant red nose. And the number one sign you need to take a break from holiday partying on Christmas morning, the kids wake up to find you under the tree. Am I a jerk? My wife's company Christmas party, the holiday party where she works, is coming up. Now, I, I don't like these parties. I never did. I don't like my company's parties. I don't like her company's parties. I just don't like these type of parties. So I'm not exactly looking forward to going. Well, the other day, one of the sales guys here at Rockwell 7 said to me, Hey, Prospector, I got a client. They'd like to have you for an event. When is it? Turns out it's the night of my wife's company holiday party. Now, they offered me a little more money than I usually get for something like this, but I could have refused. Instead... I took it. Then I told my wife I got booked for an event the night of your party and I can't make it. I had to take it because the client paid me extra. Does that make me a jerk? What do you think? Yeah, I just didn't want to be one of you. No, you're not a jerk. I wouldn't want to go either. So you would have done that? Who wants to meet their friends? <laughs> <laughs> you would have done that. You would have said, oh, yeah, I got booked at work. I took the extra money. Yeah, yeah. Take the money. <laughs> Rock 107. Hey, Prospector. Hey. Hey, no, you're not a jerk. I mean, you have a chance to make more money, and you didn't want to go to that event anyhow. So, hey, make some money. Make some money. Karen, though, on Facebook.com slash Angry Prospector says, yeah, you are a jerk. You made a unilateral decision, expecting the other person to accept it. Marriage involves two people. Hope you have a very comfortable couch or a warm doghouse. You may need it. Tom says, no, you got to provide for your family. You'd be a jerk if you turned it down. What do you think? Am I a jerk? Rock 107. No, you're not a jerk. Again, you've been there. You've played the game already. you met everybody. <laughs> How long has your wife been working there? Uh, seven years, I think. Yeah, and she says, you know everybody. Why should you go? You can make a buck on the side. Am I a jerk? That's the question. Ryan says, Steve Miller said it best. Take the money and run. You're not a jerk. Amy, she disagrees. Yeah, you're a jerk because you white lied to your wife and you didn't consult her before you made different plans. Dave says the only way out of jerkdom, buy her something nice with the extra money the client paid. Am I a jerk? If you did that for less money or for free, you'd be a d 
but since you didn't, I'm saying you did the right thing. I'm right. a family man. But the question is, am I a jerk, not am I a d- Oh, well, same thing. Just I didn't mean to curse, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, but one of them I could say on the radio, one of them I can't. That's all. Yeah, oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't know I was on the radio. Sorry. Oh, no, no. You're on the radio, buddy. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, I mean, I would have done the same thing. I mean, money, money's money. Money's money. You got to take it. And uh, Cherry says, uh, no, not at all. More money near Christmas is always a good thing. And the question today of am I a jerk? For booking something that I could have refused the night of my wife's company Christmas party that I didn't want to go to anyway, Northeast PA says, I'm not a jerk. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Every time I look at the side of River Road or 115 or 307 or even 81, I think, why do people litter? Evidently, someone in Tennessee did more than think about it. You might have grown a mustache for November, or maybe you know somebody who did no-shave November. Tennessee has a different campaign. More than 1,000 volunteers across the state joined forces last month to remove more than 46,000 pounds of litter in their communities as part of the first-ever No Trash November, an idea I would love to see us adapt in PA. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector. On Rock 107. Social media gave everyone a voice. Wouldn't it be better if some people had laryngitis? It's the wisdom of Twitter. The most amazing tweets of the week. Twitter handles have been changed to protect the stupid. On Rock 107. Educated genius tweets. Wait, Hanukkah's real? I thought Adam Sandler in South Park made that holiday up. A little too literal writes, every year they add up how much it would cost to buy all the gifts in the song, The 12 Days of Christmas. My question, how do they know how much maids and milking would cost? Are they human traffickers? Perverse Pleasure says, I don't believe in killing perfectly healthy Christmas trees for decorative purposes. When I kill a tree, it's strictly for pleasure. The wisdom of Twitter. At doesn't get anything tweets, I don't have any gay apparel to don. Any LGBTQT folks want to lend me some? At Caroler for Life asks, so they banned Baby It's Cold Outside, but it's no more offensive than that song where reindeers kill grandma. At Nick Cage Match says, little known fact, literally every spelling of Hanukkah is correct. Hanukkah with an H to start, Hanukkah with a C to start, Hanukkuku, Chewbacca, Channing Tatum, all fine, evidently. The wisdom of Twitter. At Space Girl Eggnogito tweets, We wish you a Merry Christmas is my favorite because it's like, I hope you have a good holiday. Now give me some pudding or I'm not leaving. At Santa's Demand says, Times have changed. How about a set of coal in my stocking? How about I get a gallon of gas? And at Truthseer says, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is my favorite Christmas story about how Santa and his reindeer are bigots and bullies until they need someone's help. The Wisdom of Twitter. Some sounds can simply just make you go, right? Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. You may have heard me talk about my wife's misophonia, where certain sounds make her want to kill the source of those sounds, namely me. There's also a hyperacusis. It's a disorder where patients appear overly sensitive to a wide range of sound, finding many noises just simply unbearable. Unfortunately, during the holidays, there's a rise in a subset of that hypermariacusis. Here's what that is. 
There's a hearing disorder known as hyperacusis that makes it hard to deal with certain sounds. And during the holidays, there's one called hypermariacusis. When you have to listen to all the time. It's everywhere. You can't escape it. Noise canceling earbuds are your only option. Get yours today before you hear again and again and again. Thank you. This is great. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. Big Lebowski fans will recognize this as way over the line. Police in Altoona, Pennsylvania were called to a bowling alley after people reported a man was threatening people with a gun. When they arrived, they encountered a 32-year-old man named Timothy King Jr., and when he saw them, he bolted. The police chased him down on foot, but even after they caught up with him, he refused to go down without a fight. Timothy tried grabbing one of the cop's gun, which was in his holster. The officer responded by throwing him down with a hip toss. Timothy kicked the cop and managed to headbutt him before finally being pepper sprayed and restrained. Not surprisingly, the officer said Timothy appeared to be very intoxicated. He was arrested and being held on $100,000 cash bail. Nominee number two. One of the biggest complications in being a meth dealer, I assume, is that you don't have a storefront so it can be hard to establish a place to do business. Well, here's a workaround for you. A 31-year-old man named Anthony Silcox was a chef at a Waffle House in Carryville, Tennessee, which is about 30 miles from Knoxville. And yes, I realize chef might be overstating it. He was dealing meth on the side, though, from the Waffle House kitchen. The cops raided the place and arrested Anthony while he was standing next to the grill. He had some drugs on his person, along with paraphernalia. He admitted to police that he was selling meth at work, but not every day. Anthony was charged with sale and delivery of meth, which is a felony, along with misdemeanor possession of drug paraphernalia. He's due in court soon. And the winner is... The Waffle House cook who was selling meth from the kitchen of the Waffle House. And then told cops... I don't do it every day. Oh, well, that makes it better. You're the Yam Bag of the Day, and we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Stay tuned every weekday morning for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day right here on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.